This is Pops in a Pod with Nader Pop and Peter Pop. Episode 55 The Little Prince. So Nader, you finally ended up revealing your post lockdown look to everyone on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, and I've been getting such interesting uh statements, questions, uh assumptions where people are saying that uh, oh your wife must have finally given in persons <laughs> or your mother dragged you out of the house by pulling your beard and your hair and made made you sit in the barber chair and like you know i can also make certain choices it shouldn't be revolving around the women in my house all the time so but yeah man i just got too tired and i was like i can't deal with this anymore i was shedding like a dog at home there was hair everywhere and i was like that's it that's it <laughs> enough is enough i'm going to get rid of my hair too much maintenance but wait no one assumed that like your daughter just went like papa your hair is longer than mine now <laughs> no 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 thankfully not it was fun i think the last couple of weekends doing uh, the instagram uh, takeovers but uh, we're going to step things up a couple of notches nadir why don't you tell everyone what we've got planned this coming weekend So this coming weekend guys we are doing an AMA which is ask me anything well in this case it's ask ask anything because uh, both Peter and I will be happy to answer any question that you guys might have let's make this fun and uh, let's see what sort of questions you guys are asking all right so that's it uh, for this part of at least the announcements section that's becoming a kind of regular but uh, stay tuned to our facebook and instagram handles uh, this weekend on to our episode i mean i think nadir threw a few teasers uh, on our instagram stories and we had a few people who guessed rightly uh, what we're talking about so i'm going to say straight up front uh, i have no education at all in french so i'm going to butcher names and i'm going to call this book the little prince throughout i'm not going to call it its french name because well i read the book in english so yeah yeah i i i think there are only two two names that we need to be worried about um uh, i think the first one is the name of the book in french i'm going to go for it peter so uh, hold your breath la petite prince i'm not sure if i said it right but it was a great attempt nonetheless why do you <laughs> author peter <laughs> <laughs> so this is after a few uh, youtube tutorials uh, here it goes antoine descent expiry not bad peter i think that was a there was a yeah, yeah. attempt but if if you had to throw in a bit of french sauce in it i'm going to make an attempt <laughs> i think it's um antoine descent exuberi oh wow <laughs> not bad not bad but yeah that's uh, he's the author and um i think it's amazing that it's been over what 80 years now if i'm not mistaken 80 yeah, almost 80 years yeah almost 80 years for this book and it's it's crazy that uh, i think both of us right peter both of us uh, read the book um now like for this episode we came across it i mean we 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 heard of the book and we we always kind of threw it in conversation here and there but uh, we never actually read it like properly because we just assumed that oh you know what it's a, it's a kids book and um 
you know, when either your son or my daughter becomes slightly older, we'll buy it and then we'll read it. But boy, did little did we know <laughs> what the book is going to talk. True, true, completely. I mean, uh, I was in a way completely unaware of the book. But uh, yeah, it's also quite interesting, you know, when I was reading up on the author, right, is that he's not your typical, you know, author that you have uh, in there. He basically was a pilot. And when I was reading up on him, he wrote this book, started writing this book at least in 1940, when he was in exile from France, when he was Correct. in US. So he was based out in New York while he was writing this book. And yeah, I think that puts together some context or at least gives you a good understanding uh, of, you know, where this book goes or where he was coming from when he was writing this book. Right, you know, Peter, and um, the beauty is when I actually started reading, I I assume that it's going to be once upon a time, there was this little prince and his castle. That's exactly what I was, uh, yeah. I was expecting. And... I was not expecting uh, a life lesson right up front in the first chapter, correct? Like he's talking about drawing and then he asks people what his drawing is all about and blah and blah. And I was like, okay, I did not expect this. Hmm, maybe I should read some more and see where this is going. And wow, it, it completely, completely blew my mind. But I think um, it, it's it's much, much deeper then I think anyone can anticipate Peter, correct? True. And, you know, both Nadir and I read the English translations uh, of the book. Uh, what we wanted to also do is just get a cultural understanding of the book, uh, get it from somebody who's actually read it as a child, someone who's from France. So we're joined by Laura Ng. And before I go ahead, let's have her introduce herself. So my name is Laura Lenny and uh, I'm initially from Paris, but I am right now I'm living uh, near Toulouse. I just moved in in the beginning of the year and uh, I work uh, with children. So I'm an educator. I um, do activities with them. Uh, it can be uh, singing, it can be gardening, it can be uh, um, doing meditation, it's very wide, and it's also very wide uh, in the term of uh, the age of the, the children I'm wor working with. So yeah, that's that's Laura. She um, is an educator, and she does work with uh, children. So it was very fascinating to you know have her on the show, and um, our first uh, like proper. Uh, international guest who's probably not of Indian origin, so it it was it was pretty nice that way. So uh, the first question that we asked her was, what is the importance, the significance of the book in French literature and education? And this is what she had to say. Well, the little the little prince or le petit prince is uh, is very well known and famous book. Um, I know it's been in generations, meaning that uh, my grandmothers, my grandmother or other grandmothers have read it. Um, and it's been written uh, during uh, the war while um, the German were in France. So it has um, a meaning uh, 
a wider meaning um, behind uh, all the physics, physics, <laughs> philosophical um, uh, meanings that it has inside. And and for uh, the education, it has a lot of um, uh, message and um, not morals, but um, I would say things to think about and how um, to apprehend uh, the world of today. And um, but it's also um, it it speaks a lot to the, the the adults more than the children, even though uh, I think a lot of children will understand because it's it's a simple language uh, and it talks about. Um, how do you say that? The core things about human, I would say, the friendship, the relationships, what in Christianity would say uh, the, I don't know, I don't have the word exactly, but the things are, you know, the, there's one man that is, um, who likes to have power, the other one uh, who likes to be liked. Um, and there's also, um, made the metaphor of uh, the capitalism in it. So for the education, it's it's uh, a lot to think about and to talk about with the children at different stage of, of age, because the more you grow, the more you understand, even though even um, now, since I reread it too, I saw other meanings and how today I think it has, um, a bigger impact, or it's as much important as when it was written, um, because we are more in the capitalism uh, world than before. Wow, so that was so cool. I mean, like, you know, uh, this is one of those, you know, seminal books of sorts that, you know, not only kids are reading, but it's being passed on from their grandparents and all. So I think it's really cool to see this kind of book being passed on. What we also wanted to understand from Laura was when she first read it, how was her interpretation of the book, but how it has also evolved over the years as she's grown older. And here's what she had to say. Yes, um, it has an impact, um, especially about the, the side of, of uh, when it's written about the friendship. Uh, because uh, especially during uh, this time in the COVID situation and having moved to a different area and not being around so much of my friends, I can see, and I, I mean, I might not be the only one, we are very separated as humans, uh, not being able to see people or meet people as uh, we were used to. and. I think that makes us see more what is more important and how um, human relationship is very important and is the core of who we are, human as human. And, and it's something so important for each other and, um, and our moral. Um, I mean, how we feel uh, if we are happy or sad or depressed and, and worse social at core. So I think it's, it's, um, it's a nice philosophy and nice way of uh, rethinking about uh, 
how the relationship is, uh, uh, how we team each other, right? Uh, the, the firm team, um, and uh, and how the complexity of uh, human relationship um, is um, intertwined and into um, yes, you know, by 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 little by little we get to know each other, and and it's not black or white. It's all the the grades or colors. <laughs> So Laura clearly had a lot to say about um, friendship and and relationship, and you know, I think at some point it it must have really uh, had an impact on her. But um, from a worldview standpoint, right, um, she brought up capitalism, which is very interesting, you know, and and this is a beauty of the book that no matter who reads it, they pick up their own. Uh, individualistic points from that book, right? And uh, I I find that very fascinating because even I have some pointers that I I picked up from the book. And and Peter, I'm not sure if they would be similar to yours. So why don't you tell me what what was this book to you when you read it? What, what is it that the uh, how did the book speak to you? So I'm going to start off by saying that you know I looked at it from a lens of a children's book, right? And uh, like both Nader and I. Uh, like both of us discussed in the start, we found it very strange that it was classified first of all as a children's book. So, as I started, you know, reading more and more into it, I started picking up a sense that, you know, this is not your typical book for kids, but also how the author very, you know, smartly has used these various characters and symbols to talk about, you know, values. And that's where, you know, you have the various characters on the various planets. And he uses smaller symbols to talk about it. I mean, Laura talked about capitalism, right? And there definitely you can see uh, about the businessman uh, there where he's only looking at, you know, owning things. And also just all these various characters in there, how all of them are, you know, on their individual planets thinking that, you know, they're the only ones but then when you know they come to earth it's filled with everyone in similar characters right and i think it's a nice way to kind of introduce these values or these terms i mean even very smartly they talk about world war one which i was very surprised i was like wow like i've never thought about explaining like you know the war uh, to kids in something like that. So that was very interesting for me. What about you, Nadir? No, you've, you've really pointed out some very uh, fascinating and very interesting uh, bits about the book. But I, I want to go right in at the top of, you know, the, the beginning of, of the book where, uh, you know, he's, he's talking about how you're six years old and he started drawing something and he went around asking people what is it that he's drawn and everyone said that why are you showing me a picture of the hat why are you showing me this hat what is what is up with this hat but what he drew was actually a boa constrictor like a snake who had swallowed an elephant and he just found it so strange that people couldn't see it right and um uh, I, I think uh, his his family told him that 
listen, what is it that you're doing this painting and drawing? There's nothing, nothing's going to ha- come off it. Like, just, just forget it and, you know, do something else. Like your typical parents, right? Uh, doctor, engineer. <laughs> right? So, I, I mean, clearly it goes way back uh, to, to the 19th. 20s, 30s, 40s, whatever it is. During those decades, also parents were very eager to push their children into the 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 more commerce-oriented uh, workspace. And the first term, you know, Peter, that came to my head was uh, discourage, right? That just because the six-year-old drew something that other people couldn't interpret the way it was supposed to be in in the uh, typical sense, right? Um, He was immediately discouraged. And um, instead of, you know, painting and drawing or whatever, he became the pilot. So we're talking about the author clearly over here. And I think that really fit, right? It It just fit in my head so well because now we are parents, right? Now we have to be so careful with our own children uh, as to what we say or what we do in front of them because they will pick it up. Um, whether they take it seriously or lightly or whatever it is, at some point, it's it's going to manifest, right? That emotion, uh, these terms that, that, that we are trying to look for in this book, uh, we are living it. We are living those terms and we are living those emotions with our children. And it's it, it just like, you know, I, I read it in one go because it was so beautiful the way it was done and the illustrations and it is so simple, right? I, I have a feeling some of it must have got lost in translation because from French to English, but uh, I'm I'm hoping uh, everything got covered pretty decently. But that that really um, that really took me by surprise. And you know, when I read that that first chapter, I was like, okay, you know what? I think I'm going to learn so much from this book, and hopefully be able to translate it at uh, you know in the later years when I'm reading it to my my daughter. And you're absolutely right, you know, Peter, when you said that. There are certain things like you brought up World War One. You you can't explain that to a child. How do you explain to a child that you know close to 30, 40 countries were involved in fighting each other? You'll have to really bring it down to simple terms like you know brass tacks and tell them okay this is what war is and this is whatever happened. So yeah, I mean, first up, I think this is that is what I just you know took that um, this book is trying to teach. Um, adults um, through the through the eyes of the children. That that's that's what I took from it. One more cool symbolism I found, at least the author using, is talking about romantic relationships. Right? I mean, uh, the rose, where you know he, you could clearly tell there was a friendship or a certain kind of romantic relationship that he had, and then later on you found out when he, you further go into the chapters that he realizes. You know, that relationship that he had or the rose that he found unique was not as unique as he found it in there. And that also was a very nice way of explaining that kind of dynamics or that kind of relationships uh, that you do. I don't know. Again, it's similar like the war, right? I don't know. How do you explain uh, something like that uh, to kids? That is what I was trying to say uh, earlier as well, Peter, that I think with children, you cannot force certain concepts um, at a certain age. You've, you've got to wait for them to um, understand certain things. And th- th- there, are, there are situations that I feel kids just have to experience. You can't teach them certain things. And we are living that life, right? 
you're, you're, you're living that. How do you explain pain to a child? You, you can't explain pain to a child. The child has to experience that pain so that, you know, uh, the next time they're in that situation, they'll be more careful. So I, I, just, uh, I, I just feel there are so many interesting things, there are life lessons in this, in this book that, um, you know, adults as well as children just have to experience it to, um, you know, either individually or together to probably, you know, uh, learn better uh, moving moving forward. And and I think that 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 is uh, all all that there is. So that was you know our interpretations or our takeaways from the book. But you know, with most art or literature that was you know made so many years ago, and especially with a book like this, which was written in French over 70 years ago, we wanted to understand, you know, is this book still relevant today to the readers? So that was one of the questions we asked uh, Laura, and here's what she had to say about it. Yes, yes, because uh, it, all the the, um, the vanities, uh, the, the wanting for power, um, um, the what we we think is um, serious uh, being a, a, an adult. What is being an adult? It's it's always been uh, what we all the the generation and all the time we've been thinking. There's so many books that are children's books, but who talks about that? And I think it's it's philosophical, but it's also spiritual because at the end he dies and he says, I will look like I'm dying, but I'm not. And, and my body is, is too heavy to go back to my planet. And so I think it's really timeless because it's not a book just about his time. It's a book about the humankind and what we face and, and, and how we interact and, and how we grow up and how we change sometimes because uh, we, we have our society telling us this is being an adult, this is being serious, this is being um, reliable, this is how we should love, this is how French we should be. There's all those stereotypes and all those society um, expectations uh, about everybody and uh, in different ways, in the genders, um, for a female, it would be, uh, you have to be loving, you cannot be uh, loud and say pushy or bossy or, or you know, you have to be soft uh, um, and men, you cannot cry. It's still relevant today. So I think for me, this is part also of all the societies. Peter, when you pose that question, that how art um, still stays relevant after so many decades, right? It has to uh, stand the test of time, as we say. It is amazing that Laura um, opened that, um, answered rather that question with the first line saying that in COVID times, 
and you just know it like when somebody says you know in in the whole covid times when we are cooped up in our houses and there's no socializing happening and this book is all about that you know uh, um isolation loneliness socializing talking to people and that's that's the answer that's your answer you've got it because if somebody can pin uh, a book conceptually um to our times today of 2020 then it definitely has made an impact and it is still very relevant and um i i completely agree because her what she took from the book um she's clearly making a point even 70 80 years down the line and look where we are right now no i completely agree i mean especially you know things where you know you have people of various characters and value systems and there's constantly a clash and i think everything that we're currently facing in the current environment that we are in is because of those clashes right so of course i am completely in agreement that the book is still relevant and it will continue to remain relevant because you know it talks about basic human nature right and that is not changing at all absolutely and even in the in the beginning you you mention there were these different characters uh that the little prince goes and meets right there is there's a king there's a merchant there's a street la- uh, street lamp lighter uh then he meets these animals the snake the fox and these are just different um either you can look at it as different junctures or different milestones in your own life or the different type of people that you will probably you know meet uh in in your in your lifetime and that fact will never change peter right because uh, you are going to constantly interact with people whether you like them whether you don't like them whether you do business with them or whether you socialize with them it it doesn't matter it just shows you the journey of this little boy trying to understand the world better by just meeting different types of people and i think that's a fantastic metaphor right because every character has something different to say the businessman concentrates only on as you said you know owning things money buying purchasing whatever it is right that's that's the businessman the i think the the merchant uh, there's this very interesting line yeah in the book where he says that if the merchant is telling the little prince that if you do if you do such and such this and this you will save 53 minutes in a week and the little prince says okay what are you going to do with 53 minutes and then he says i don't know go figure but here i've saved 53 minutes for you and that is so relevant today like for us to remove an extra hour in a day when you have a mad work day going on um do you do you like wonder hey how am i going to use this one hour in a day you know like d- does that ever occur to you peter no <laughs> it's, it's it's always can i have like 25 hours in a day <laughs> or 26 hours but once i have it i don't know what i'll do with it <laughs> exactly right and and th- there are so many uh, roles that that we play uh, today correct um we are doing multiple things when it when it comes to work we have a podcast we have a regular work plus we teach plus we are parents plus there are other responsibilities right so those 53 minutes or that that one extra hour can make such a huge difference uh, in our lives but when we get that hour we just don't know what to do with it like suddenly you're like okay i'm i'm just twiddling my thumb know what to do and it's just beautiful that somebody 70 years ago wrote that fact uh, you know in a in a fictional way 
but it's so relevant even today that extra time what are you going to do with it i think i think it's just it's just fantastic um the different things you can take from it yeah and one of the cool things is you know about these interpersonal relationships is that everyone has these you know small lessons for the little prince and it's so true about you know the relationships we have again it's about how you kind of view those relationships right is you can either take lessons from there or just take nothing at all but uh, it's it's an important lesson i think for everyone uh, in there but you know another both of us are talking about this as you know parents and you know much older one of the queries i always had while reading the book is hey if a kid reads this book uh what are they going to like kind of get out of it or how are they going to understand this because after all this is uh classified as a children's book so that's where we pose the question to laura what did she think so is this a book for children parents young adults so who does this fall in and here's what she had to say it's a tough question i think uh it is usually in the children's uh section but i think it's a all age uh, book because i as i read it i i it speak to me and i think it, it was it's so poetic at the same time and as you grow up you face different things in your life and then looking back at it i think uh, you can have understanding uh, understanding understand it um more deeply but i think it's the same thing uh, for different um books but this one i think it's good also to begin to read it as a child as a to, as a child because because i think it relates to how the children can see our world uh, the adult world as um uh without without sense um without um meaning uh being um you know without a purpose or outside the purpose of um living the mo- moment and being joyful and and not having all those pressure of a society already so i think it's good for that that you can it it's to begin it Uh, when you your child i think she said the magic line that this book is meant for all ages and and it's a fact peter i mean now that we've read it uh you know well into our 30s uh don't you don't you think that we should have read it slightly earlier and maybe kept reading it you know maybe started at 18 we would have interpreted something else and then we would have read it at 25 you would have interpreted something else maybe we interpreted something completely different in our 30s i i wish i would have read this book earlier true i think you know for me uh, that's the kind of relationship i have with any kind of art form uh, over the years each time i go through different scenarios in life or growth spurts of any sort uh, you know things i encounter my whole thing uh, with the art form completely changes i mean uh, of course both of us keep talking about you know how becoming parents was a life changing moment for us i'm sure if we read it you know as young adults and then read it as parents we would have read it 
or seen it in a complete different light and that's exactly what's happening right now absolutely and in fact this is something uh, that we that we do on a regular basis even with our uh, you know parenting in film episodes where um, we we we've seen we go and watch films that we we probably seen a year, years ago and then we rewatch it as parents and our entire perspective changes right so even even with books especially a book like this which has so many lessons for you especially um for children um i don't think a 6 7 year old will will probably take much they might just be fascinated with the fact that he comes from outer space and he's come earth and he's learning everything about the earth and its people maybe maybe it'll be very rudimentary very basic knowledge right but if you give the same book maybe to a 12 year old um you know uh, he might be able to extract some life lessons out of it maybe um, maybe some some you know certain morals that that are there well hidden um in in the book uh, and then obviously adults can can interpret it the way they want what what they think is is correct or what they think is is nonsense in today's day and age so um yeah i i don't think it's meant only for kids everyone can read it either for themselves or read to somebody yeah yeah definitely agree so nadir you know one thing i really really enjoyed about this book and when you put it into context that you know the author isn't you know this prolific writer of sorts but he's a pilot and he's had all these amazing journeys traveling all across the world he has some really beautiful lines and you know i wish i knew french so i could actually get the essence of there but you know at least the translation i read i think did really good justice to you know translation and you know the lines that are there are quite poetic and you know really impactful so why don't we pick a couple of lines from the book that you know really stuck out for us i'll go first so my favorite line okay uh, when i read it and i was like wow it's like right there it's staring at you you know every single day not every single day but whatever you know when when you see nature it's so simple it's just so beautiful but when 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 an author puts it in words it's it's amazing so the line that i'm talking about is uh quote i have to put up with two or three caterpillars if i want to meet some butterflies close quote it is amazing right it's just it's just so beautiful like that what that one line uh explains to you right if you if like the way i look at it is that if you want to reach your goal obviously there'll be certain hurdles but the end goal is going to be something really beautiful and in this case it's a butterfly and i was like oh, wow it's amazing i wish i could print this and i can just probably put it up somewhere so i can read it every single day of my life fantastic line what about you peter what 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 did what was your uh, defining moment in terms of one that one line that really you know got you so for me it was the lesson from the fox uh where he leaves the little prince the first time where he says and i quote it is only with the heart that one can see rightly what is essential is invisible to the eye and again it's something that you know he's captured so well right i mean you know you always classify things as mind versus heart and all of that but it's so beautifully put over here right and uh this is something that you know 
over the years and each time you go through like i was talking about earlier right each time you go through various milestones in your life the interpretation will be different at all but the lesson remains the same really right yeah and and if you notice uh, you know peter th- there is this meme very famous meme page on instagram uh, which is uh, the daily struggles of the heart and the brain right and there are these little comic boxes where they where they just keep talking about the different situation and the heart wants something else but the brain wants something else and this is exactly this line sort of encapsulates that that feeling which every single human being is probably going through and i think i think diet is the best example right like your brain says do not have sugar it's not good for you but then the heart's like only one day that's it i'll stop from tomorrow only one day only today and like you you, you see the scope in every simple things in your life you know like very normal things in your life so yeah there's so many such gems uh throughout this book one more that i i found very interesting was um to those who are vain all others are admirers that's it instagram all over again it's the the guys who read this and they're like hmm, yeah i have an idea for an app let's make it it's it's so true it's right there in front of you right i mean it's it's just it's just fascinating i think everyone should read this book they will they will they will probably um pick up two three of their own gems uh, which probably we didn't we fail to notice and uh, yeah hopefully they learn something from it i think that's a wrap for this episode from us if you've read the little prince uh, before do tell us uh, what your favorite part of the book is or and definitely share your favorite line uh, from the book with us and we'll look it up uh, as always you can reach us uh, via email at popsinapod@gmail.com or you can follow us on facebook or instagram um give us a comment uh, like our stuff share some of our stuff as well and uh, if you think you um, have done something great and fascinating in your life uh, either from a parenting standpoint or otherwise just you know drop us a mail or leave us a comment and maybe we'll get in touch with you say hi and uh, hopefully you'll land up on this podcast as a guest all right so that's it from us uh, as we said earlier stay tuned for our uh AMA this weekend on Instagram and Facebook until next time here's Peter Pop and another pop see you guys soon